0: Hello and welcome to Let's Be Honest. I'm your host, Just Jonda, and tonight we are continuing with our conversations about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. I know that there is so much going on in the world, and yes, we will get back to that. But right now, we're just going to take a break from CNN for a minute and talk about something a little bit lighter and what could be lighter than our home girls at the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And as I hope you all are enjoying, I have my awesome co-host here, Sharita P.
1: Hey everybody.
0: And we are going to jump right in. Um, Of course, as you know, I always try to bring a little bit of background gossip. And today is no exception. Um, Right now, the show, even though technically it's wrapping up, uh, which we expected, uh, Sharita and I, I think we've talked about this a number of times when they are uh, at when it's a first season. It's not a matter of whether or not they want the show to succeed. Of course, they invested in it. They want the show to succeed, but they still only give it but so many episodes, which is understandable. And regular network television does that as well. So this uh, show, I believe, only gets 10, maybe 11. Uh, I, I don't think... Did they, I don't think that they said this coming Sunday is the season finale right
1: I don't Should believe they? so no
0: yeah because usually if it's a season finale they'll be like coming up on the season finale and they definitely showed that it's that the episode is gonna have uh, some fireworks but mm-hmm. they definitely I haven't seen anything anywhere really that says that it's the season finale
1: no I haven't um, either
0: and and I follow them on Instagram as well. Everybody, if it sounds like I'm moving away for a second, I've got a puppy that I'm trying to kick out of my office. Okay, she won't leave. Um, and as you know, Sharita and I do these live. So, it's the behind the scenes gossip. So, the... Uh, what we are anxiously awaiting, because you know you're gonna get the real from me and Sharita, we are anxiously awaiting the pictures. We should be having some photos coming soon from the set of the uh, of the reunion. The reunion was filmed last week. I want to say it was, it definitely wasn't the day of the mess on Capitol Hill. I want to say it was either Thursday or Friday. In fact, what we have seen at this point is um, Andy posted pictures of the set. And their set actually looks very pretty compared to the, the most recent set that we saw for The Real Housewives of Potomac because that was huh. almost as big of an eyesore as the dresses.
1: It really was. You know, with all very those gar- very so,
0: yeah. yeah. It was very garish. And I, I get yeah. what they were trying to do, but it, that didn't make it any less too much. <laughs> um, well, what they did with this was definitely the winter wonderland theme. They went uh, totally with, uh, sort of, uh, I would say, kind of a rustic winter, which is very much what we saw in Salt Lake City. So that should be pretty cool, you know, like the snowscapes and stuff. Um, he and showed a snow
1: up lodge. Yes,
0: yes. Um, but of course, for me, this is probably the biggest must-see, and and I mean, and that doesn't necessarily mean must-see good. It just me is just must-see. In terms of the fashion, because these women tend to do, some do a lot, some do bizarre, and some kind of play it safe with this show. But in their own way, with the I would say with the exception of Heather, because she's the most kind of unassuming when it comes to her looks, but... Mm-hmm. I think the rest of them, in their own way, fancy themselves fashionistas, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, definitely. They fancy themselves.
0: Yeah, Meredith doesn't (laughs) necessarily play it up verbally, but I still, you kind of see it when she's going out. And I think that she sort of plays it like, that she's a low key fashion expert because she does, she has the jewelry line, which apparently, you know, no shade as it relates to that. It, it apparently is quite successful, but, but, The point is that kind of I would imagine between the fact that she does that, her clientele, she had the fashion show, that pink monstrosity, monstrosity of a dress that she wore on the first and second episode Mm. with all the feathers. That definitely lends itself towards her, in, in my opinion, her fancying herself somewhat of a fashionista, even if she is not as blatant about it like, say, a Mary or um, or a Jen. Jen yeah. is honestly who I'm looking for to see what she's wearing because I have loved Jen this season. I mean, like anybody, she's had a couple that were like misses or near misses, but if I had to choose um, the individuals who I was looking the most uh, to seeing what their look is going to be. And I'm talking about dresses because sometimes they all, even our darling Whitney, as cute as she is, um, has had a miss or two in terms of the makeup, especially in that mm. confessional where they yes. do this Marilyn Monroe thing with her. Is it just me or is that so harsh for her?
1: It is because she's such a natural beauty. I think that's I think, what it is. I think she's I'm just a, a
0: natural beauty as well.
1: I, so I, I, the makeup was harsh because she's such a natural beauty. She just needs just a little just a little prettiness, just a, a little clean face. Not her so much
0: the drummer. Are very dainty, I think. Like there's nothing big. And I don't I don't mean that she's like washed out. I just like she's symmetrical. You know, she's got a little nose and little lips and nothing too too wild. So I hope that whomever uh made her up or or I don't know maybe she has the same makeup artist all the time but let's just say whatever they were going for when they did that I hope they don't try to go for it again <laughs> so exactly jen is a tough one because I love the way she dresses but of course she loses us a lot of the time in the face and hair because even with a toned down makeup look, it doesn't matter because she's had so much obvious surgery t- uh, done to her face. Yes. So, um, you know, depending on the angle, she actually still can look quite attractive, but face on, she can be kind of tough to look at, especially when her makeup is very heavy. And there's just, I I don't know if there's there's really a whole lot you can do with that. And she also tends to, um, not all the time, but sometimes she tends to do a lot with the hair extensions. So that worries me a bit with Jen because we know that she can bring it with the clothes and the shoes.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Um, I think the concern with her, with Jen is... With how she's gonna look for the reunion is kind of the same with how she's gonna act at any minute, whether or not she'll do too much and make a good thing go bad. Because as far as whomever she works with to dress her, they rock it on the regular.
1: Oh yes, her stylist. If she, I'm assuming she has a stylist, is a very on point. If
0: sure. she has somebody for everything else, exactly. And she's in marketing, so that probably helps her to get the pieces, probably without uh, having to pay through the nose like Mary does, uh, because she's got connections. Um, and she is itty-bitty, so Jen could could fit into things right off the runway or right off the rack. Oh, because-
1: yeah, sample sizes. She's definitely a sample oh, size dress yeah.
0: I think the only thing that would make Jen look big on any occasion is if she just piled on too much. <laughs> and I would bet money that if we met Heather in real life, she probably is nowhere near as big. And like you and I said, we don't think that, you know, for those of you who's listening, we've established, we don't think she's big, like, you know, big fat, anything like that. She, you know, no, she's not you know, yep. and quite frankly since she liked brothers, she definitely think the way the brothers like it. <laughs> she good yep. on that. Um but no, I I think that uh Heather just looks like an amazon next to these women. But
1: these tiny by, women. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but by no means is she like a big big girl. I think she's like but she's definitely looks like she's super tall cuz she even looked tall next to her husband and he he was a he definitely looked like a tall lanky thing and he wasn't taller than her either so uh meredith looks tall too doesn't she i think meredith yes, looks she like does. she's tall i think meredith is looks like she's taller than seth
1: yes she does look like she's taller than seth
0: If not, they're meeting eye to eye and then it depends on her shoes. But, you know, Meredith and Seth are giving me a Michelle and Barack thing as it relates to their height. But anyway, so Jen is the as I said, Jen is the only one who concerns me because we know that she can bring it. I'm just concerned that she'll do too much. So she
1: doesn't bring too much. Let's hope not. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: um, Whitney has been consistently fly just from episode one straight through um usually understated but it works for her when she you know has on her uh her cute because whitney's gonna give you a little black dress um yes and she gave a little white dress she you know whitney's gonna give you a little dress she knows she's got a cute little figure she is Whitney is kind of like that Jada Smith pixie-like, except she's taller. And um, which is why, again, I don't think they need to do too much to her. I like her with short hair as well, like with the shoulder length. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. Meredith, as long as she doesn't, like, try to do something crazy like she did for that birthday party, I think that she'll be fine. She has been fairly understated, you know, pretty much... Black dress, whatever. Um, Lisa, although I'm not necessarily a fan of her, so it's hard for me to really focus on her in a positive way, um, I think she's fine with the fashion as well. She tends to keep it understated, but it works for her. Classic. She, has, she
1: does a classic look. She doesn't I, go straight, I too far. I she doesn't I straight too far.
0: She is very... Um, I could see her doing a lot of um, casual Carolina Herrera. Um, Yes. The crisp white, even though she hasn't necessarily done it on this show, I could see it. The crisp white shirts, um, nice jeans, nice slacks. Uh, She's definitely done the black. Um, the black turtleneck look, or whatever her looks are simple. They work for her. She has dark features with the dark hair. She doesn't go too far where it makes her look witchy. So yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to these girls. I think um, we always know what to expect. Um,
1: you forgot Mary.
0: Oh God, <laughs> maybe that was subconscious. Did we? Subconscious- I think
1: it was subconsciously. I think subconsciously you did. I think subconsciously but we you did. we know
0: you have to see it because how many, how many- We can't predict
1: it. We glow. can't predict it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. We, we can't we predict, predict it. I'm glow. just curious.
1: I'm just anticipating it. But I don't even, I can't tell you what I think she would wear. I'm just anticipating it. That's well, yeah. All.
0: I mean, we know that it'll be every label known to man. Um, Mary is like what is her name? Is it Tanya or Tanya? Tanya from Real Housewives of Atlanta,
1: Mary yeah, Tanya,
0: Tanya with zero class and ability to edit in terms of being a label whore. I guess I would. Well, you know what? I won't even put that on Tanya. That would that wouldn't be right. Tanya may get on my nerves sometimes with the labels, but at least they're done right. Uh, Mary is Marlo on acid. Yes. Um, she is, uh, she is just sort of Marlo in a different way because Marlo does all the labels and all the stuff. And the thing that I think bothers me the most with Marlo with that, which is where I part ways with most people who are like, oh, Marlo, this and that, is that I don't think she dresses age appropriate most of the time. Um, you know, and I know that people are, like, oh, you can rock anything at any age. No, you can't. Some things are meant for 20 year olds and some things just aren't, you know, uh, um, it, it's one of those things where a 20 year old can wear 50 year old stuff, but a 50 year old cannot always get away with wearing a 20 year old stuff.
1: And I think it's and, because Marlo's in such good shape still. And she is, she's in excellent shape. That that's where she tr- and she has she has the long legs, she's one of the talls, yeah. the and long her shape has gotten better yes. over mm-hmm. the seasons. Mm-hmm.
0: Marlo like Nene, although um and, and although and I do think she's had some reconstruction in the face as well, but interestingly enough, I think her work probably because she knows the right people. I mean, remember she's good friends with Ted Turner and Jane Fonda, so maybe she went to Jane Fonda's person. Marlo's work is better than Nene's work.
1: Oh, definitely. It's actually, it's, it's. it's it, you could tell the cheekbones are a little refined. Uh-huh. You could tell she, but it's, it's a soft look where it's not so harsh. It's not so. Angled, so, so
0: put so those big bowl things in your cheeks and cheeks, all of that stuff. Your
1: nose is very
0: uh, narrow really and natural. angled, yeah. Yeah,
1: it looks yeah. natural, and yeah, I like Marlo's. Like I said, I think she you can tell she's done a little work, but nothing where it's like, oh god, it actually her work is actually one of the few. It compliments, of work, her. It compliments her that I actually like it. Like, I think she's a pretty woman, I don't think she looks like. A plastic doll and no, not a good way.
0: I think, in no. fact, what I think is uh, is interesting about Marlowe's work and very smartly done by her doctor is Marlowe's work actually looks as if it came Sort of naturally with her taking off the few extra pounds. Yes. Then, like you said, the refinement of her cheekbones and all of that looks like something that could happen, especially with a much younger woman when they lose weight. It's just mm-hmm. that you and I know, being women of a certain age, that, uh, if your face certainly has carried a certain amount of fat and stuff for a long time, you, you know, you're still gonna lose weight in your face, but there's the possibility that you may have the jowl effect as well. Yes. It can be very tricky with losing a lot of weight after a certain period when you've carried that weight for a long time. And again, Marlo was by no means a big girl, but like NeNe, she was definitely more rounded
1: a little um, more thicker, as we'll call it. Thick. Yeah,
0: absolutely, and, and in her face especially, and that's where I noticed it. I think her body was always uh, pretty much Free. the same. She's definitely yeah. tighter because you could see it in her legs because her legs are like all lean muscle. Um, but uh, but again, I think whatever work she's had done is good, and like you and like you said, you get that trimmed down figure. And again, they're in Atlanta, and we know that that's a whole extra world down there and her lifestyle pretty much being like her career is walking around in these clothes and Being a quote unquote socialite, so she tends to be all over the map, and sometimes that map tends to veer more towards Lori Harvey instead of Marjorie Harvey in terms of the age appropriateness. Although Marjorie can't figure out age appropriateness half the time either. Um, But anyway, uh, so. That is, so I know we talked a lot about the fashion because we love it and because we know that these girls are going to give us something to talk about. I would imagine those photos should be coming out any day. Um, Again, this is a newer series. The cast is much better about being a little gun shy with leaking their stuff, unlike some of the other veterans where, you know, I think even Andy knows at within a day or two, if Bravo doesn't release an official picture, somebody's going to send one to B. Scott anyway. So get the ladies posed up and get the pictures out. <laughs> so, um, and so uh, I think with Potomac, it took about a week or so. Uh, before we saw the pictures and then the ladies were able to start posting it on their own page. So um, Mm -hmm. we'll definitely have a uh, a chat about that because I know they'll give us something to talk about. Mary alone. As always, there is some behind-the-scenes gossip with Mary. Some good, some not so good. So I'll start with the good um, as it relates to how we see Mary portrayed in these episodes. And it also, as we always do here, give you a little um, tearing down of the fourth wall. Um, so things make a little more sense. And, and uh, you know, cause we don't care here about watching it with both eyes and not having to suspend belief, especially since this is a, supposed to be a reality show. So, uh, Sharida, you know this because we talked about it on the blog. Um, Mary uh, was apparently not a full-time cast member initially. She was a friend of the show. Allegedly, the uh, full, the other full-time cast member. This is it, six of them, or five? It's of them?
1: Six of them. It's six? The,
0: yeah, the sixth housewife was okay now you're gonna have to help me out i can't remember her name i'm gonna have to look it up but i don't want to screw with the computer at the moment um remember on i think episode one right because we were still on episode one or maybe straddling between episode one and two when jen threw the party for meredith that was really for jen and it yes. was the blonde and and I think we said we kind of liked her because she seemed like she was a party she came uh, uh, she came into the room where Jen was getting dressed all excited and had a present for Jen saying happy birthday to Jen because it was fairly obvious it was Jen's party and Jen had to tell her no it's Meredith's birthday you remember yes. her big blonde hair and and she seemed like she was a lot of fun uh hi Gil thank you for popping in the studio So apparently she uh, was the sixth housewife and of course it has money and whatever, and probably friends of theirs. It it seemed like she was fairly comfortable with Jen and, um, and she did film some with them. Now my understanding is whatever the issue was, and it wasn't like an issue between the ladies. It was some kind of, um, having to do with her with her life maybe her husband I, i'm not really sure because it's kind of uh hush hush but whatever the issue was they had to switch gears and because they wanted to make sure they had six housewives they decided to upgrade mary um and so that could very much account depending on how much filming they did that could account in some ways for why Mary is not included especially in some of these couple things Um, and and, and I mean because in episode 8 which we're guys I promise we're going to talk about in a minute uh, did they show Mary at all I I think You know what I think they did. That was the was that the episode with the phone call with her son about buying the girl the purses or was that
1: Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: And then that was Yes, it. I
1: believe. That was it. Or was that also when Whitney went to her house or is that episode nine that I'm confusing it with now? Uh,
0: I think that was nine because Whitney going to her house was the beginning of the whole they're Mm -hmm. afraid of you um, drama. Now, I do think that her not being at the party, I don't don't think that necessarily had to do with being friend of the show or not friend of the show. I, I think she genuinely wasn't invited. And that brings me to the next thing To me, you can tell that despite their relationship with each other, good, bad, or in between, it seems to me that, because again, they're not actors. This is supposed to be a reality show, that they don't do a very good job of covering the fact that it doesn't seem like they really know her that well.
1: Like, they don't.
0: Yeah, it really does seem like she is someone that they are literally just getting to know for the first time, and we know that that happens on all of these shows. But usually, there is more of an anchor brought in to help introduce some of these uh, some of these people. There is someone who is like the solid friend. Um, on every show when they bring somebody in, even when Kenya first came on to the real housewives of Atlanta, as crazy as that as it may seem, considering where they are today, it was she was brought in via Nini. Now, of yep. course, these relate they they the relationships are created artificially, but I also think because they were what three or four seasons in when Kenya when Kenya was introduced, um, Nene was uh, had already they all had already learned how to play the game with bringing somebody new and making it seem like you had this whole relationship. And I think Nene in particular had an interest in making it seem like her and Kenya were tight and all of that, because that was at the point where she was going Hollywood. So Kenya was supposedly one of her Hollywood friends. So, um, but either way, I, I don't, I think because Mary herself is a bit odd and the fact that she is trying to maintain this story that, I mean, I think we can all safely say, but I'll say allegedly is a complete lie that it, it, it makes it harder for them to pretend that they know each other. And how could you pretend that you know each other and as friends with a person when their entire existence in this bubble that you're trying to navigate is not true?
1: Exactly.
0: So um, the other piece, too, is if you're especially with the snowmobiling and couple stuff, if I recall, Mary was one of the ones who was on the bunny slope. So she doesn't necessarily ski. And it was something that they did as couples plus Heather. But with, you know, Heather is truly, truly close to them. She's Whitney's cousin. So I think Heather falls in a different category. But with Mary, it's like, OK, so we just going to have this person this random person i'm not really close to and my storyline is i'm not feeling them and it's pretty damn clear that none of them know the grandfather at all no i mean i don't know if there's even going to be an episode at this point since they're nearing the end where they will try to bridge that gap but there is absolutely no question that not one of those cast members know him may have never even met him no one says yeah i know this or that but he's a nice guy because you know white women will do that they'll try and look out for their back for their black friend like yeah but he's nice you shouldn't say that no, they're like asking her questions about him the same way you and I would ask questions about him when we met. And that's just weird because those three husbands that were on that trip, they know each other. Oh, yes. And the way that they were talking and getting into it about their wives and whatever, that was barbershop talk that they were having uh, at the house uh, later on, like the whole hot tub party or whatever. Those guys know each other, they're friends, they would go golfing together, whatever, because they were like telling their own business about their wives and doing it in front of the camera, which means that they got so comfortable, they slipped into their normal friendship conversations without, which is of course reality TV gold, without uh, remembering that they were surrounded by cameras. Because uh, both Sharif and uh, Lisa's husband in particular, were very revealing in their conversation when the men were talking. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know of any men, especially on television and a brother too. Who would have those kinds of conversations uh, with people that they didn't feel really comfortable with? Um, okay, so let's get into the episode. I know that a lot of people have said that have said that they found the most recent episodes to be boring. I haven't. I mean, they aren't. They certainly aren't action filled. I think that this series, and we talked about it before, came shot out of a cannon. We had an event every episode that somehow ended up with some kind of brouhaha at either the beginning or end of every single episode, all the way through episode six. That's a lot. Especially for um, uh, you know a, a new show, um, but I also think that people are getting housewives fatigue because there's so many of them, and the the OGs have been on so long, so people are even tired of those. They're not as good. Same old drama. Um, so I think that, uh, in putting this show together, the producers had a very tricky task, uh, with giving us an opportunity to get to know these women, which I think they've done in these past two episodes, balancing that with getting us to watch a brand new show. Um, and then you add to it the dreadfulness of of being on after the OC and we know that's did you know they got the, the OC at this point has pretty much bottomed out like lowest ratings ever at like barely 800,000 last week it's not
1: good and it's very boring and those I mean I'm not saying that you have to get the richest most famous housewives because that's Holly I mean Beverly Hills I understand that but, but you're o-
0: supposed to have some rich women because it's the housewives show. I mean, we know that they have all that yeah. they have all gotten away from that, but at least have them interesting or something. My god, I never thought I would say it, but we need Vicky and Tamara.
1: Oh, we really do. That show is ooh, without them, at least one of them. I at least Tamra. I could take yeah, Tamara better than Tamara I can take Vicky.
0: Now I don't, it is, and I know that you love her. I don't think that that is, it's the, the, the same is the case with Atlanta only because, uh, it, and this is actually no shade to Nini it's just the truth the last two seasons that she was there she really didn't do anything no in fact, she, didn't. she didn't even appear on a good number of episodes in the last season so even though all the Nini stands are saying oh the show is this or that because Nini is not there the show would be no different if Nini was there uh because first of all, nobody would be filming with her except for Portia and um, Marlo anyway, uh, and Tanya, both of whom are friends of the show, not even full cast members. And um, and Portia, of course, is sort of has her own show within a show going on because of the whole, you know, making her like, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, it, it's, uh, it seems like uh, she's she's about to get more into the mix with the girls. Um, it, because from what I understand, uh, the show pretty much takes off now. They said around episode five, it takes off as soon as they take their first trip and then things Continue uh, to take off for the rest of the season because I guess some drama starts and then that'll keep the various conflicts going for the rest of the season because they'll there will be multiple conflicts going. But um, but anyway, back to uh, back to this one. Um, I, I again I think because of the way that things are happening with the other shows it makes it made it hard for them in, in terms of introducing a new show with all new characters and this show is very very different i mean where they are you got the whole religion thing it's it's just a very different animal but at least we got the money <laughs> i mean i'm happy about exactly. that exactly Um, So yeah, so it wasn't, Have these two episodes been as exciting? No, but I did appreciate, particularly episode eight, I felt like I got to know um, all of them more, especially uh, seeing them as couples, particularly Jen and Sharif, because problems notwithstanding and I know that everybody has dire predictions for them. Um, the housewives curse and, and all of that. I still, when I watch them, I still see genuine affection between them. Yes, I do. I I don't get the, I mean, she may exhaust him and they may have drama and I'm sure because we know that Jen is definitely playing to the cameras. Um, And I'm sure there is some of that. And obviously, we have no way of knowing whether or not, who knows, maybe the guys will come to the reunion. We don't have any way of knowing how much of that Sharif is okay with because he knows what it is that they're trying to accomplish versus him being genuinely annoyed by it. Because for instance, with Greg Leakes, I always got the impression that Greg was like, I know that this is, yes, I, I mean, my wife can be a lot, but this extra piece, I know it's for the show. And, and to me, that's why for the most part, he just kind of laid back in the cut, like, uh, all right, y'all, okay, be nice, ladies. Um. I, I think Greg, he was, prob- he's prob- was probably the best house husband because he was just so damn unbothered. Um, and and truth be told, uh, so is Ray from Potomac. Ray is straight oh, yes. up unbothered. Mm-hmm. Like him and Karen had their little bullshit this season and he, and of course, a couple of seasons ago, he had every right to uh, come at Michael because of Michael. Pulling a Peter and getting involved in saying the bullshit that Ashley was saying about him with money. So, and, and he, and even with that, he did just like Chris Samuels. He addressed the man. Like he, he said something to Michael. I don't think he's ever, uh, Ray has never said anything to the women. He's had little remarks here or there, like the time when he told Giselle <laughs> but, but other than that um i i i like i, I think ray to me is very much like a, a great leaks in terms of how he handles all of this oh yes and and uh for the most part that's what i see in sharif you know they they clearly he doesn't have a problem with them showing their pep talks and he and her having the talk about the race thing that time i think maybe episode five and um he picks her up when she clowns out. <laughs> and that was it. So let's get uh, deeper into episode eight. So not a whole lot there. Um, Heather is expanding. I love that. Do we see Heather being a boss? I mean, talk about picking something that she knew was going to make some cake with, with, the, um, with the plastic surgery. Well, I guess it's not really surgery. It's like kind of day procedures. That they do, mm-hmm. like Botox, micro microdermabrasion, all that kind of stuff. I bet they probably do like that smart lipo and stuff like that. Um, but I could see why that would be a multi million dollar spot. And how smart of her to be in that business? Because I don't get the impression that she does anything having to do with the medicine piece personally. She's is just her business. Uh, no. Um, and mm-hmm. then her expanding. I mean, just go ahead, girl. Like, yes, it, it was your marriage pairing, which we'll talk about in episode nine was a little, was a little odd, but hell, like you said, you got your kids out of it. And if you go on marry the first mofo that ask you, cause that's what the family wants. And it checks all the boxes for your family and religion. You know, you could do a whole lot worse than a billionaire. You might have exactly. been, you know, you been bored to death and he might have been strict, but he had a whole lot of money. He didn't beat you. And it looks like you were set up well in the divorce. <laughs> so not mad at that. Um, Meredith and Seth. Seth came home. He wants to work on the marriage, um, <laughs> Realized he was working too hard. Meredith and Seth, you know what? We don't even have to get into the specifics of this. Let's just go general on Meredith and Seth. Meredith and Seth, weird or not, what say you?
1: (laughs) Oh, definitely weird because this is like the second time now they've broken up or third. They've this is like the way they talk, this is not their first separation.
0: No, and it's also just it's just very odd. Like the way they talking the, the whisper talking and and then talking in circles and it's just it's just very strange and it sucks because initially and and maybe it's just being on camera and trying to navigate that i don't know but initially like episode one i liked seth i like seth better than meredith or brooks well i like oh definitely brooks <laughs> um, oh I can't stand that boy um, I re- I liked Seth I liked Seth on the when they did Watch What Happens um, Seth it was like Mr. Personality like outside of the show when they're like interviews and stuff Seth is more like the fun Seth that we saw episode one. I got the impression that he was like the fun, like kind of soft shade, uh, talk smack kind of dude. But it turns out he's kind of weird too. I mean, you know, I still feel like Meredith talks and acts like she's on the dolls and I don't know, maybe whatever doll she's taking, Seth is taking them with her because he's just weird. And yes. then Brooke's still whining about him not being at the show. And I'm like, and, and and you know, I have kids and I try to be at their stuff and whatever. But boo freaking who? I mean, let's really put this into perspective. That boy had one sweatsuit and it wasn't his show. When you look back at it. He had a walk on with his sweatsuit and and his guys at the end of what was his mother's jewelry show. That was a Meredith Marks show um, showing off her jewelry, you know, on different fashion or whatever. And then he and his people came out at the end. It was, you didn't see any big banner that said Brooks Marks show or you can't that's that's hard to say brooks marks (laughs) show um he it was like he just came out and walked down walked down with the guys and maybe the dad between the the bs that went on between him and meredith and work he's probably like look dude this we're not this is not the first time that you played clara in the nutcracker like i've i've seen everything okay the dad probably has the sweatshirt too, the sweatsuit too.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> the next thing, so Brooks is being a brat. It's whatever. Um, they go, they talk about Lisa's, uh, then Lisa and her husband. Lisa's husband is very Lurch-like. Um, although once I saw Heather's husband, I was like, well, maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe he is Lurch. But Lisa's husband is is a little taller. Um, Lisa wants to let you know she can get a reservation everywhere. People are constantly DMing her. Um, Basically, this is the conversation between he and her where you see the husband telling the wife, look, you're doing too much. I'm not trying to dim your star because I I don't think he is. Uh, No, because they work together. So dimming her star doesn't help him. So it's like, I'm not trying to dim your star. And I I know, I understand what it is that you do because at least as it relates to the vodka business, it sounds like that is what they do. And then she has the event, whatever it is on, you know, as her own thing, which which is fine. Um, And again, it's probably, he seems like the type of guy who would actually encourage her to do that and have outside interests. But I do also think that if you are in a relationship with someone, um, whether it's in this case, it's her husband, but it could even be your child. If um, if they are telling you, and he has, um, if, if they are telling you that, um, I need you to slow down a bit, not because I think you're doing too much in the general sense, but because I feel like I need you or we need you. And in the way that he said it was great, we are not getting enough time. So he made it a we thing. Um, I think you need to listen.
1: Definitely. Uh,
0: I think that Lisa, and and I believe I said this on the page too, I think Lisa takes advantage of the fact that due to their religion, although as she said, she's a cultural Mormon. (laughs) I'm like, girl, okay. Um, I think that she feels that due to their beliefs, which he probably is a little bit more devout at than she is because remember he was from the Mormon family and she met him through her sister when she came and went to BYU. Yes. Yeah. So I think that because of that, she feels confident and comfortable in the fact that they are, married forever in the sense of their covenant and their commitment because of their shared belief system. So that lends itself to her being able to take advantage of, and and I'm and it may not be conscious, but unconsciously I could see it because that yeah, was the first it. thing that I thought, I was like, she is comfortable and 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 so i'll try and i won't even be and say taking advantage because i know that that is um a, a negative way to do it because sometimes these things can be very unconscious i think she is comfortable in their covenant as a couple that they are going to be together no matter what so if their coupledom slacks off while she tries to, what did she say? Wants to be a billionaire within five years. We'll have time to work that out because we're going to be together forever anyway.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, you know, he may complain, but at the end of the day, he's not going anywhere. And, uh, I know I'm the shit, so, (laughs) because let's face it, we also know that Lisa does not think that her stuff stinks, ever.
1: Oh, definitely Uh, not.
0: Whitney and Justin, um, her husband, go to see her dad. I got to tell you, I was, uh, I can't even talk. Whitney's dad lost me as, uh, as his cheerleader or as Whitney's cheerleader for him in this. I know that addicts uh, are going to be addicts in, in terms of them being very manipulative. We, we both know that. Um, that. That is the hallmark of an addict because uh, them learning how to maneuver and manipulate allows them to do what they do.
1: <laughs> you know exactly.
0: eventually they gotta get money from somebody or they've got to you know lie to their loved ones to maneuver around what it is that they're doing so you know an addicts gonna do what an addicts gonna do and it doesn't matter whether they are a drunk or whether they are on drugs that's That's par for the course, especially if they are blessed to have family members who want to save them. And he knows that. But for him to and and so I get the whole whole thing about trying to move out of the sober living. Um, It was a trip that he thought he was entitled to a single room. Um, (laughs) So I get all of that. But when she broke down how he pretty much, like, guilted Last her month? to take mm-hmm. care of him by giving her a list of all the things that he has done for her. Are you kidding me? And first of all, 30000 yeah. is low. So, bro, you're playing yourself low because <laughs> it definitely costs more than that in a good then. You know, and I don't care what your situation is, it definitely costs more than that. But to even pull that card, now, if we were talking about him saying, This is what I paid for you to go to college or uh you know some kind of extracurricular like I sent you to all of these dance camps and then your ass ain't even a dancer and da-da-da-da. that's one thing and even then don't be bringing stuff up from when I was a kid cuz that's still at that point that's some bullshit you put me in just get me out of house
1: exactly
0: but for him to break I was I was done when she said that I don't know what's going to happen with him, but that, that just hurt my feelings for her. Um, the next part, of course, we know that they had the couple snowboarding trip, um, or snowmobiling trip, which actually looked kind of fun. And yeah. And so they did that. I thought that was cute. Seeing the couples together. um, the, what was some some stuff that, oh, this was where the tea got spilt? I can't remember. I think, who was it? Was it Whitney who told Heather about um, Jen kind of, yeah, because cause Whitney has been the here yes. for two episodes, I think. But it, but they didn't go as deep this time because I was like, okay, well, she told Heather, you know, we don't know what Heather's gonna do with it, but it's her cousin, whatever. Um, when she told Heather about the fact that Jen was kind of implying that Meredith has a thing thing on the side, so. <sighs> I, I let that fly only because we all know that somebody's gonna tell somebody. And if Jen, if if Whitney chose as the person that she was gonna tell that to be Heather, I didn't mind so much. Is her cousin? They're all sort of in the friend circle with. Jen so if Heather were to say you know Whitney told me blah 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 I don't think that Jen would mind so much because they're kind of in their little Heather they stay it stayed within their Heather Jen Whitney circle and I think on any given day the same way that Jen said that to Whitney she could she would have just as easily said it to Heather She just happened to be talking to me that day. Because remember, she's also the one that told Heather about Meredith's separation in the first place. Although I still um, think that they all knew and just kind of. added it for the show to, and if her and if Meredith and Seth were really separated for months, I don't care how much he travels. Um, if her and, if her and Lisa are good friends and they, and those two genuinely seem to be, I find it very hard to believe that, uh, Lisa didn't know. And quite frankly, she didn't do a very good job of pretending that she didn't know that day in the museum when, um, when uh, meredith told her but uh anyway they decide to go back to the house which was cute and have uh you know girls and guys night and as is always happens the girls go and do their thing the guys kind of do their thing um i appreciated the genuine moments among all of them quite frankly uh mm-hmm. guys Talking about, you know, it's kind of one of those moments where you go, you know, more guys should feel comfortable having these types of conversations. And I think that some do, but too many of them don't to be able to have um, people to bounce uh, to kind of bounce this kind of stuff off of. Um, What I what I found very interesting, though, was. The fact that Sharif does is so devout that he does not drink at all. And Jen not only drinks, but at least if this show is in it is any indication that when she's having a good time, she doesn't know when to when to say when so that she doesn't show out. So I find that to be very, very uh interesting for them as a couple um so it would be interesting to see how that plays out in terms of their kids like are the kids as devout as he is or is part of him not drinking a combination of uh his religion and the fact that you know given what he does for a living he also is very um, into being physically fit and also being a good example to his players, with
1: players. Mm-hmm. not being
0: caught out there with alcohol or just anything questionable, um, which wouldn't shock me if it was a combination of those three, because given the issues with alcohol and probably now drugs on campus, especially the, the accessibility and even more accessibility of weed pills and and all the other stuff, um, it's probably even more important for the coaches and stuff to like, quote unquote, be that example. So but I just find that really interesting because I was like and, and it's funny because I didn't even think of that until just I had it in my notes about the fact that he didn't drink. But I didn't even think about it in relation to gin until right now talking to you like, wait a minute, not only does gin drink, but gin gets told fucked fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're like polar opposites on that one. Yes, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And again, we know that some of, that some of this is is for the show. So, you know, you have that how drunk are you really versus just tantruming out and alcohol just happens to be around. Now, I do think that uh, with Whitney's party, the uh, prohibition party with that, I think she was that she was toe up from the flow up because, you know, it was clear to me um, that just in her trying to navigate the conversation with Meredith, that she and her crew would probably been throwing some back before they got there plus we know that with the way this is filmed and edited she could have been at that party for hours having a good time before they shot those particular scenes um Mm -hmm. you know with her talking to heather i mean her talking to meredith and then leaving so um You know, because that kind of stuff would have a tendency to end (laughs) a party and make everybody go home. So that was probably that could have very well been something that happened hours into the event. But either way, I did feel like she was toe up there when she um, went off on Mary at the um, at the event at uh, the Met Gala lunch. there was alcohol wasn't involved. They weren't even there long enough for that. So that was just her. So I don't know if it's always alcohol, but again, we do know that that she drinks. And in addition to the other times that she goes off, either Whitney or Heather, I can't forget one of them even said flat out, like, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot essentially with um, being with Jen when she drinks because she could very well go on you. So that, that part was definitely interesting. So, okay. So we had that and um, was there anything else there? I mean, pretty much Lisa said in their marriage, her husband's job, I, I took note of this cause I, again, it's very interesting. Lisa said in their marriage, his job is to take care of her in every capacity. Lisa's husband. um, Lisa's husband said that um, they need to have marriage goals, not just work goals. Yeah. So we know. So and it doesn't surprise me that Lisa feels that way. Sharif said Jen goes hard when she is mad and he has to remind himself that she is reactionary. He said he doesn't say things that he doesn't mean, whereas on the flip side, she'll say stuff. For shock value, for the win, and some of it cuts deep. When he said that, I was like, I wonder if Jen is a Leo, <laughs> 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 because you know, if we are going, if we go in, and somebody's like, "Damn, you went there," and I, you know, and you and I are on the same page, guys. Me and Sherita are uh, our birthdays are. Four days part, yeah, yes. So, um, uh, uh, we are queens of don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Even uh, if uh. you intended on it only being a knife fight, <laughs> we're still bringing a gun. Like you just, <laughs> um, and and so I get that. And and also, we I think we both know as you get older, no, that is not the best way to fight. Not every, um, not every scenario uh, requires you to annihilate someone, but we also, uh, that comes, I think that for some of us that came with maturity. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: it took a little longer than another, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and I also think it kind of depends on your background too, in terms of how often you felt like you had to fight. Um, and of course you can't, you can never discount someone's background because that is their imprint, um, for all anyone knows, and and Jen is pretty much alluded to it, um, there being bullying and, and different kinds of things, um, you know, how someone may have been treated because of how they looked, whether because they were tall or short or light or fat or thin or whatever, so um, we do know that all of those things come into play, and then you just add a core personality of someone who is is just scrappy about theirs. Then <laughs> it could be ugly, and so I get it. I I one hundred percent get it. I was like, yup, yup, yeah, yup. <laughs> it's Uh, When he said that. Um, But it's also not cool in a marriage, especially not again, not that we don't do it. I'm far, far from perfect in that regard. And I think that what what Jen probably does is that she knows he's not going to go. But so far so she knows that she can hurt him and that's dangerous because when you know that you can hurt somebody and you do it anyway then that's not just about the fight that's also being callous with somebody's feelings and the resentment that can build from that um you know not only could in the long run make them hurt your feelings real bad uh you can find yourself by yourself so. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I also really understood and I figured, hello, sinister, the dark priest. Um, I also really got what she said, and I knew you could identify with this as well, where she said she's expected to pretend she's okay. And then by the time she expresses how she's feeling, she explodes. I totally get that. And for me, the explosion is not always an outward explosion. Sometimes it is, um, it, it's sort of internal, it's more like an implosion in the sense that you shut down. Um, it is definitely something that uh, fuels depression for sure. Um, Seth is excited to see Meredith. Said is like the first time, so I guess maybe that's his way of getting their groove on. Um, Lisa and Jen question Meredith about what she and Seth are doing. Jen is aggravated that Meredith isn't really opening up. Um, it, I, Meredith doesn't seem like the type that would Number one. And number two, I think that, you know, she knows who to tell her business to and who not to. We all know that you don't live on the planet long enough without figuring that out. And if you don't, God help you. So um, and then I put in my notes. Now I see why Brooke whines because Meredith's voice is whining. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, season, I mean, episode nine, I'm going to depend on you more for that one, because. I watched it, but I didn't really take notes the way that uh, I typically do because... I, I didn't
1: really- and it's, it's a Like my mind, it's... Just, I, I mean, there's... Uh, I mean, other than... Them wait, going a minute, long, getting, long,
0: definitely- wait a minute. Sharita, is, is there... I'm breaking up. Yeah, no, it's, you're not breaking up. It's something weird about the way your sound is going into your mic. Did you shift positions or something? I,
1: I possibly did. Is this better?
0: No, oh, that's perfect. OK. OK. It seemed I mean, obviously, the big thing with that episode was the lead up to the party. I mean, we can do a quick stop by with what we alluded to earlier with Whitney going to Mary's house. Um, they, Whitney mentioned the party, which, of course, led to them talking about Jen and this is where things got a little strange um, in relation to later on, and so maybe you can help me with this. Did Mary say, because I watched it back, and I said, well, shoot, my DVR was messing up, and I feel like rewinding it 50 times. I thought that Mary just said generally, like Mary said, well, you know, you know Meredith and Lisa are scared of her, but I don't recall her saying Meredith and Lisa told me they were scared of Jen.
1: I don't recall her saying that either. I, I thought she's what you said the first time, you know, they're scared of her like that being her opinion versus being told.
0: Exactly. So that's, that threw me off when we get to the end, which is really where the big blow up was. Cause it was kind of like bubbling under the surface and then it kind of blew up when, Meredith, I mean, I'm sorry, when Whitney said went to Jen and, um, well, I guess she went to Jen essentially, but she did it in front of Meredith and Lisa and said that, uh, Mary told me that you guys said that you were afraid of Jen. Now, I I think that that is a sword that cuts both ways because I think in some small way, maybe not Meredith, in fact, it was really more so Whitney herself and Heather, who have said both in their diaries, and I, if I vaguely recall, to each other, that both of them are sort of apprehensive and uncomfortable when Jen gets mad. In fact, oh, yeah. and at that very moment, Heather was hanging back in the cup because she saw the blow up coming because Heather specifically said, yeah, I'm going to step over here because <laughs> for once I ain't got nothing to do with what's going on over there. And that's about to be some shit. So so even Heather's behavior that night, but I don't blame her. She Heather did in that moment what Meredith typically does. Oh, this is an A, B and C party. I'm D. Oh, so I don't have no, nothing to do with this? Okay, I'm out. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I didn't have an issue with Heather doing that. But I did have, I was like, wait a minute. And of course, you know, I wasn't going to rewind all the way back to the beginning because I had already done that to watch the episode. I was like, I don't think that's what Mary said. And we don't give Mary credit for a lot with good reason. But I don't think that that's what she said. I think, as you said, she gave her opinion. And and honestly, Mary has this very high-handed way of dealing with all the girls where if, if I were to give an opinion, I personally think that as bizarre as it may be to the rest of us, Mary, in her own way, feels that she is better than all of them. Whether oh, yeah. because of what she quote has unquote um, in terms of the the good the goods and prizes that came along with her union with um, you know Robert um, or or whatever it or it I don't know if it's the designer clothes or maybe it's her. Uh, being the head of a church or whatever, but she carries herself in this way that is like I'm better than them. By the way, Over
1: five houses. Uh huh. Okay. Five.
0: What's just like, girl, stop bringing this stuff up because every time you bring it up, everybody has to point out that your story is all on some BS. And then your family members are on every blog telling, reminding us what we already know, which is that grandma didn't have a will to. So you were not willed all this stuff and you damn sure weren't willed her husband. It's, you know, for many, many reasons, uh, some including law and public policy and others like you already had a husband. You know, Dana Harris, who is being been quite kind, in my opinion, throughout this whole thing, because we've heard from everybody but him. So which
1: makes you wonder why he's being very kind.
0: Or he, was, I mean, he may her. have moved on with his life and whomever, because we are talking about 20 some odd, about 21 years. So in that amount of time, he could have more than been married, hell, married multiple times, if he wanted to uh, have a whole other family, kids that are even old enough to be watching and aware of this show. So this family may have made a dis made the decision to say that as long as nothing comes out about me that I have to defend per se, that there's no real reason for me to say anything and I, I don't um I'm good with that because honestly, the only thing that has really been said about him, which didn't speak badly of him. It underscores the sinister nature of the um, just the goings-on with the church and what Mary and Robert uh, allegedly concocted in order to make their situation happen. The only thing that has ever really been said about him and her um, in, in his relationship is that Since he was married to her, it may have been somewhat opportunistic on both of their parts to cozy up to Robert after the grandma's death. But I mean, hell, any relative would have done that. It was that was just a first in time thing. Not necessarily holding that against them, because if he was her if he was the same age as Mary when uh, they got married and all of this was going on, then he would have been 22, 23 years old, just like her. So, you know, they they were just young folks trying to be on the come up and get something going on. Um, but other than that, the, what has been said in regard to him has been rather sympathetic, which is essentially that um, Mary and Robert pretty much smeared him um, in the church and said like that he was. Um, without getting into the the BS that they claim that basically he was being um, a bad husband to her. So everybody should be, you know, okay with the fact that they were sending him packing. And once that was, once that was done, Mary was going to be his new wife. So I think what has worked to uh, his favor is the fact that since, Mary herself is so intent on trying to maintain this, hey, Nick, trying to maintain this lie and and all of this stuff that she has claimed that it helps, um, it, 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 it doesn't work for her to bring him up. Remember, Mary has never even revealed herself that she was previously married for all intents and purposes, the way that it has been presented on this show is that she was a young girl whose grandmother died and that, you know, I guess we're to assume she was the favored child. And so she is the one that grandma said, you need to do this, that, and the other. Um, you are going to carry my name and my fortune and be with my husband. So at least for now, until she's willing to accept the real story and and put that out there it it doesn't it it doesn't serve him to say anything but um anywho so we know that as I said we know that Whitney oh uh, so the reason why I brought up Mary okay is it me or is Mary a hoarder
1: oh she's a hoarder
0: what was up with that closet slash bedroom and that Mm. was her actual bedroom it wasn't a bedroom that was okay well i have a bedroom that is my closet i mean i you know i've seen people do that hell remember i told you my dad was doing that for a minute (laughs) in his last place he his second room was his closet i was like oh my gosh man um but no, it was her actual bedroom. I was like, okay, so where is Robert's stuff? But then he still looked like he wearing a pimp suit. So you know,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. And then her uh, her cousin made whatever her name was, Charlita, what, whatever her name is, the the maid cousin that she don't really claim as family <laughs> or what. Or want to know what goes on in her life. Um, okay, so all right, guys, we're wrapping this up. So we get to the party. I love the party. I thought the party was great. I would have never thought to do like something that elaborate at like top golf. Because, you know, you just go and you play golf and you have food and whatever. I've I've been once and now I know why uh, people like it. It is really fun. And that was the first time other than mini golf that I've ever played. But um, I, by the end, I was like all competitive. Of course, I was in pain by the time I got home. <laughs> I mean, who knew that it takes so much of swinging that damn club?
1: Yeah, you and work yeah, muscles, you don't, you don't normally do work.
0: work. on. work on the jiggy arms. I'm telling you, girl, I was in pain like my uh, because I'm swinging, I guess, from my right, um, my right arm. And then like, I guess, up under sort of like your side, not going not quite down to my hip, but just that side area. I was like, you know, sort of reaching around to your back because you're using muscles you don't normally use. So it was like being in a gym class and doing those twist things for an hour. Um, But, yeah, I thought the party was cute, the hip-hop thing. The outfits were a little all. Well, actually, everybody's outfit was sort of hip-hop-ish. Jen's was the only one that really kind of wasn't because she wore the Beyonce outfit, which isn't really hip-hop. Because if you have a hip-hop party, you figure everybody to make make you reinforce the fact that it's a hip-hop party everybody's gonna dress like 90s and 80s hip-hop you know get Mm -hmm. your baggy shirt and your jeans and and some sneakers and the hats and whatever um but Beyonce doesn't fit in any of that for any decade but I get it. She the queen bee. And as we know, if there was a hip hop party and Beyonce came dressed like that, would nobody say shit. So <laughs> they'd be like, look, Beyonce came to the party. We ain't going to worry about how she came to the party. So exactly. um, yeah, I thought uh, them dancing was really cute. Uh, Lisa uh, trying to shade Whitney. Like, girl, you was just mad. Cause Whitney was uh, doing the thing You, We know Whitney going. Whitney going dance and she's going to do Her thing and she's going to show you That she is flexible and if you got a pole Then she'll get on that too And I'm not mad because Whitney works the hell out of that pole So Um but when it, uh, I thought Jen doing doing the worm was cute. Uh, it just showed that they really let loose and had a good time. And actually, little side note: T. Whitney tweeted that more or less in a nice way. She was saying that, uh, "Hi Tommy," uh, no, I'm sorry, Tony. Hi Tony. Um, she more or less said that um, Lisa was full of crap. She said because it it got cut from the show, but actually when they were actually, when they were doing the party, Lisa got out on the floor and did a dance and Lisa did a split too, just like she did. It just didn't make the show because of course, we know that the producers have in mind what their narrative is. And the narrative is that the wild ones are um, are Whitney and Jen, uh, as, as it relates to partying and stuff, Whitney especially. Um and of course we finally come to the part that we were alluding to earlier with the Mary thing. I think it was much ado about nothing. We know that it was all to precipitate another unnecessary blow up and make me have to uh defend Jen because I do like you, but you just do too much. Um yes. so in in that and it was I could now, I can understand her being annoyed, but all of that was not necessary. Now, the whole, her getting mad about Mary allegedly saying, because, well, in fairness, When somebody tells you something, you don't have the benefit, obvious, on these shows of knowing what we know when we saw the scene, that not being what Mary said. So, of course, Jen has to take it at face value that Whitney is saying to her, Mary told me that these two said that they're afraid of you. I can understand her being a little bit upset because that means for you all to be telling Mary that you're afraid of me. That means that you all had to be with Mary talking about me for that to even come up. Now, Mm -hmm. that's the way that I think, because, of course, and the way you think, because we're going to think beyond that moment. I don't think that Jen thought about it that deep. She heard Mary and that was it. (laughs)
1: Mary um, said about me Mary talked about you Mary said yeah that's what Mary
0: talked about her to me it's less about the fact that Mary talked about her because all Mary did as far as she knows because she doesn't know the rest of the conversation all that Mary did as far as she knows is tell Big Mouth this or well I won't call her Big Mouth because I like Whitney we're we're just going to call her um, white girl wasted and it goes with her being W. We'll, we'll just call her uh, Whitney White Girl Wasted uh, Triple W. She um, all all in that moment all Jen knows is what Whitney is telling her, and so that is cause to to have some concern because as I said. In order for you to tell her that you all were talking about me in some capacity doesn't even, even matter what it was. Point is, you were talking to someone that you know or you should know by now is my quote unquote enemy. Um, I don't. Th- again, it's her husband's party, so it still was inappropriate, no matter how we justify her um, being upset for her to trip like that um, because of course it wasn't this did not just unlike love and hip hop and basketball wise when they have events you look around and it's really just them and some obvious production assistants filling in at the rest of the table. This appeared to be a genuine birthday party with his actual friends. There was a bunch of people there and you saw how excited he was to be with them. Her sons, or at least the one that drove her home was there. Um, I'm assuming Top Golf is you know anybody could go. That um, the other son was there, so this was embarrassing. And I don't and, and if I was Sharif, I would be upset. I don't give a damn about the fact that you were filming a show. Um, it, everybody knows you're filming a show because the cameras and stuff are here. But since and but since it's supposed to be a reality show in particular, um, this is not the way that you should be acting. Period.
1: Um, oh, definitely.
0: And so, and, and and you know, I feel like the situation didn't cause call for her to take it that far. I I can't, you know, again, I try, but I can't roll with her on that one. Um, as it relates to um, it, and again, I don't doubt that Lisa and Meredith may have possibly had a conversation with mary um it wouldn't be surprising if that happened um but it could but like you and i said it could have just as easily not happened and it was simply mary's opinion because what we heard her say was not what whitney said um, and we know, again, that Mary's opinionated and she thinks she's higher than everybody. So it also would not be surprising if Mary just randomly said that if Mary said to Jen, which we saw her say, say to Whitney, well, you know, they're afraid of her because and that's pretty much what she said. Right. She's like, I don't play Jen any attention. She doesn't affect my life in any way, whatever, um, you know basically she was saying they let her get to them because they're they're afraid of her i think that that was the point mary was trying to make to whitney um now whitney telling meredith i can't defend at all i think whitney was both wrong in both instances whitney telling meredith in mixed company with alcohol and whatever and uh You know, and using as the excuse that she was drinking to tell Whitney what Jen was saying was just dead ass wrong. Just dead ass. She was just she was just wrong. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. Um, And I don't buy the whole thing that I don't know if she'll say later. Well, I was tipsy and whatever because she planned it. She specifically said. I need to take another drink to get up my liquid courage to tell Meredith what Jen has been saying about her.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: So... Um, and and that's also something that she knew for days because she told Jen that on the ski slope she waits until this party, knowing what the fallout is probably going to be, and to make it and to make matters worse, if she was going to tell Meredith, and if that was the first time that she was around her, not that she couldn't have called her, but whatever, we know it's a reality show. If she was going to tell Meredith she could have told Meredith with Jen out of earshot and that's how we know this is yet another one of those <clears throat> moments that we know is producer driven um in terms yep. of the people behind them telling them what's you know do this do that because we know how Meredith is even whether Whitney told her the way that she did, you know, in front of everybody so that Jen can freak out and all of this, whatever. Or as she told her privately, we know that Meredith's reaction was going to be exactly the same, which is that she wasn't going to say anything because that's just not how she rolls. Meredith would have either said something to Jen later or more than likely just ice her out and not say anything exactly. to her one way or, or, or the other. The next time she was around her she would, you know, uh, she might say something to her about it, but again, given how she rolls more than likely, she wouldn't. That is that's just, um, that's just merit. And that's fine. But, um, so I think this was producer driven, so that they could get a reaction out of Jen, because the only person who was going to react to that was Jen. This is not Potomac. This is not hell. Even Beverly Hills, any one of those women would have reacted better than Meredith. Meredith is wet wonderbread. She says she's she's now you know I'll give her points for maturity. But ultimately, Meredith's reaction to everything is, well, you know what? I'm going to remove myself from this situation. Whether Jen went off or not, even if Jen had said to Whitney, you know you was foul for saying that shit. Me and you are going to have to have a talk about that later. And was like, Meredith, what Meredith would have been like, you know what? I, this is not the time or the place and I'm leaving. That is Meredith. So this was all about getting Jen riled up. Um, little quick, little quick one. Uh, not much on this. Um, they showed Heather and her husband. Uh, nothing much there. It's so weird looking at them next to each other, isn't it? he? Look like he looks like kind of old and decrepit. He kind of reminds me. It's funny that they're Mormon because he looks like Warren Jeffs or one of those guys who would be. With Warren Jeffs, <laughs> does he have that look like that very he looks like every odd picture of an older Mormon or even a um or an Amish person one of the others <laughs> like this little skinny dried up he's like the a real life version of the teacher from South Park like there's you know yes didn't he <laughs> look mr garrison it's a real life mm-hmm. version of mr. garrison but um you know I, I can't see them together so i'm glad that even though she's struggling with it and it's not is against the tenets of the church and blah 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 i'm glad that um it seems like they both knew that it had to end like she said he pretty much didn't she say he pretty much like moved out or something like something to that effect when she wouldn't change her daughter's christening and yes some people can be jerks about stuff like that but clearly that was just an excuse on you know to add to the pile of whatever they had to tell their family and friends as to why they couldn't be together because you can look at them and be like uh yeah this isn't gonna work um, so now Heather probably looked and acted a lot different then but clearly the person we see now is who she wants to be and good for her uh, so that is it is, is there anything that we missed or is, is there really just there wasn't a whole lot like like I said I'm not as down on the last two episodes as other people but there's there wasn't a whole whole lot it was like a couple of main events and that was it so did we catch everything Yes, we did. I think we did too. Uh, just a quickie. Um, I did forget to mention this earlier, but I won't go too deep into it because it's a little salacious and I'm still following up on it. But yet another one of Mary's cousins.
1: <laughs> another
0: cousin? Uh, well, no, I think I sent um, you this one, right? The one, the cousin with the animated the hands. The animated oh. hands. Okay, that one. Um, I saw, he he went into this whole thing because there are some rumors about, um, well, he was clearing up some rumors, but making clear some. So he does allege that Robert was abusive to him and his brother. He is the adopted son of um, Robert and Mama Redmond. So I guess technically that would make him mary's uncle. Uncle? uncle
1: yes yes because well, Mary, yeah because yeah,
0: yeah, mary's, so yeah, be yeah. Yeah, mary's mother is one of the original children of mama redmond so these would be mama Redmond's and robert's adopted children because when mama redmond married robert she was basically the age that mary is now which is really funny because they kind of did it sort of the same way when mama redmond married robert she was in her mid to late 40s and robert was 20 years younger than her 21 22 years younger than her and then of course when he married mary he was in his mid to late 40s because mama died at 67 and Mary was in her early 20s. I think by the time they got married, she was like maybe 24. You know, they had all the shenanigans in between. Um, and then they've been married for 21 years, 20, 21 years. So I, I guess that makes um <clears throat> that would make Mary about 45, 46. So it's just funny the cycles that they went in, but I guess given her age and the fact that, you know, she was doing all this work in the church and obviously building these businesses and everything, um, they adopted children and, and those were her and Robert's children together. Cause I would imagine by the time she and, I would imagine that by the time she got with Robert, some of her original children were probably around the same age as Robert. Um, Because uh, Mama Redmond, based on her biography already had children when she left where she lived before things like Indiana or something like that and came to Utah. So, um, so like rosemary um and all of them not rosemary that's the mother but uh, rosy and the rest yeah. of mm-hmm. the siblings uh, her uh, her natural children are um are about robert's age give her give her take a couple of years
1: yeah it was, i would say so yeah what
0: made them like him even less especially given the fact that you know the way she died and all of that but at any rate he came on to clear up the fact that when word got out about the abuse, of course, people assumed that they meant sexual abuse. No, that it wasn't sexual but um, at all, but that there's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he does allege that there was physical abuse uh, of him and his brother, so. You know, just oh, wow. ongoing drama. Um, I'm sure most of which will never truly be addressed. I guess we will see if Mary comes back next season because, it, for it, for my money given how little she really was a part of this season it's funny because it's like mary isn't a part of the season but the ghost of mary is a part of this season her name in terms of like you know the conflict with jen and all of that is a bigger part of the season than her physical presence is and then of course off Line, you know, off of the show and all of the stuff that's going on in the blogs, she's a huge part of the season. And you would think that, yes. she, like that, she would be the Nini of the show, um, in terms of you know being the central character, and she's not, but her stuff is you know, like her stuff is bigger than her. And, um, and it's you know, kind of like when I say the Mormon church is the seventh housewife. Brooks really wants to be the eighth housewife and I I think that Mary's stuff is Mary's the ninth housewife her stuff is the sixth housewife so (laughs) Mary is a friend of the show her stuff is a housewife (laughs) um so it's going to be very interesting if it gets renewed which I hope it does um I, I I still think for a first season they've done very well um short to the point we got to know everybody we saw that they can they can bring some drama then also brings us bring us a little fabulousness so um hopefully they come back it'll be interesting to see who comes back i think that based on the characters we see in front of us. I don't see any of them turning it down. I think really the only wild card is Mary. Lisa has no reason to turn this down. We know that she is hungry for the limelight, Meredith business promotion and Brooks um, in, and him and his promotion. Uh, Jen obvious Whitney loves a good time. Heather, um, enjoying uh, i'm sure enjoying just uh, the new life it's giving her and also for her it's good for business so um because i i don't know anybody who's seen this show that hasn't said they want to uh go and get some treatment at heather's spot if they go to salt lake city so um this is a cast where you know drama notwithstanding all of they 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 truly benefit from being on this show. Um, in my opinion, Mary is the only one who doesn't benefit because of the stuff in in her personal life. But at the same time, if she wants to keep wearing the designer duds, she needs another check. So, And she's just goofy enough to come back again. I don't even think she... She strikes me as someone who doesn't get it. And if you have an opportunity go and do they show do they keep the old episodes like you know how you could go back and watch old episodes uh, like previous episodes of this show on bravo like you could watch episode one two three four five and six do they do that with watch what happens sharita okay she may have gotten disconnected so I'm going to fix that but at any rate everybody if you want to um, if if you want to see Mary live and in person and how even Andy was like uh what is up with this person? <laughs> then you need to go and watch um, watch what happens. I believe it, it was actually uh, the episode Wednesday the 6th. So it came on right after the show. And I know a lot of us were probably distracted with the events on Capitol Hill, but that was a great episode. And um, just because Mary, oh my God, she's huh freaking hilarious because she didn't know what was going on half the time a bunch of times even andy was looking like do you it was it was kind of like the christmas song do you hear what i hear (laughs) It (laughs) it was so um it was great so i um so i i thought that that was uh that that was great so um the next thing what was i going to say um uh i think that's i think that's it so we are going to wrap up this episode because i still have several more episodes to record especially given everything that's going on in capitol hill so we've got a couple of big legal episodes coming up one of which i'm going to record right after this as always i thank you all for tuning in please if you are an itunes listener run over to itunes and give us a five give us five stars in your review you can follow me on all social media platforms uh, it, including Twitter and Instagram at let's be honest J- at let's be honest, JJ that's L E T S B E J. Uh, oh my God. I am losing my mind. That is L E T S B H O N E S T J J for just Jonda on Twitter and Instagram, or you can join in the fun with everybody on a daily basis where we talk about so much stuff on the fashion and drama diaries on facebook and all of those links are in the info section for this episode and um i just look forward to hearing from you you can always dm me if there's any questions you have or anything you want to talk about and if you are anybody from any of these shows and you want to talk to me about it or give us some behind the scenes scoop i am happy to talk to any of you and i know the audience would love it as well And uh, hello to our Real Housewives of Salt Lake City cast. Some of you have been really great and responsive on social media, particularly Heather Gay and Jen Shaw. Oh, Whitney gave us a shout out too. Hey, Whitney. So, In the meantime, if you were thinking about it and want to talk about it, remember, I'm probably thinking about it and want to talk about it with you. So let's be honest together. And I am going to take us out. Remember I told you I found some fun music that I love for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So this is our fun little We're Going to the Slopes with the Salt Lake City Girls. Good night.